say home is where the heart is. So I wonder why your motherfucker always feeling heartless. Believe it or not, welcome back to another episode of Doubly Negative. As always, I'm Chris here with my friend Kyle. Kyle, how are you? Said so believe it or not, I I don't believe it. I don't believe it. No, I um, I'm surprised. I thought it was dead. The Zoom subscription was canceled. Um, but we are back. I have had a few people ask, "Hey, when's the next episode coming out? What's going on with the podcast?" So, um, that made me feel kind of good, and maybe that was a little bit of mo- motivation. But the most common feedback I received was, "You guys were so close to 100. Why did you stop before 100?" Was that actual common feedback that you got? couple people yeah really well thanks for the push guys we're back they didn't necessarily say it was good or that mm. they missed it no or that they gained anything from it or even that they listened but they did say that it was strange that we stopped before 100 yeah the the content you put out wasn't great but i mean you were at least you you put out some quantity yeah exactly. yeah and quantity over quality that's uh that's kind of the motto here at uh doubly negative um but speaking of that we are back. The episodes will probably be a little shorter, um, but try not to get burnt out here. I got a baby on the way. Kyle's got a lot going on, too. He's got some, uh, well, you don't want to talk about what you have to do soon. Uh, but I can I can be a little more specific now. I don't know. Well, I, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you having to move oh, back. Okay. Last time I brought up, you just you gave me a shush. Yeah, I don't really like to talk about it. Like, it's... I really hate goodbyes and the the sadness of switching locations all the time gets to me and and the I hate how people feel obligated to be like oh you're leaving so soon like everybody has to say that mm, no yeah I get it and actually Pete said something like he very uh very intuitive because surprising from him <laughs> just kidding it, it came up like oh when are you leaving and I was like eh, June twelfth and then he goes. You, the best case scenario for you would be to leave without telling anyone, and then we find out later. And I was like, Yeah, bingo. Yeah, I would really rather not tell anybody. Was that your plan? Maybe you son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm the worst too because every time you're here and you're leaving, mm-hmm. I text all of our friends and I'm like, Should we have like a party yeah, or something? That. I don't no, want that. I want to do it. No, I don't want that. I think it would be fun if we all got drunk and hung out and I kissed don't... and cuddled and wrestled. Who knows? I don't want birthday parties, I don't want leaving parties. You don't like attention on you. I don't want forced attention. It's not forced attention. It's attention that I'm dying to give you. I'd rather like it happen organically. Like it's not gonna happen organically though, because scheduling's a bitch. We're all adults. We're all in our thirties. No, fuck that, man. Come like, on. No, nah, I don't know. I feel like it is harder to see people now that we're older. But it's like if you want to, you you do it. Yeah, and I'm the only one that's wanting to do it. That's kind of busting my hump. I text the group the other day. Hey, I know we know Kyle's leaving conveniently the weekend before he leaves. Michelle's going to New York. What if we all just got trashed at my place and had like a good time, just like a a big hoorah? Because it's different. I know before when you were here, we were meeting weekly to do the podcast, mm. and then we stopped doing the podcast, but we were still meeting weekly to play pickleball together. Why did we stop doing the podcast? I think we just ran out of steam. Um, I don't know about you, but in the weeks following us stopping, I was almost like embarrassed. Like, why was I so open and oversharing mm-hmm. on the internet for people who probably don't give a shit? I don't know who's listening, but um, then you texted me yesterday and, uh, you know, we had those messages from other people saying, hey, what are you guys doing? When is another episode coming out? 
And um, I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe we're adding value somewhere to someone's life. So let's hop back on the wagon. If I didn't ask you to do it, would you have ever asked me? I think so. I was kind of getting the itch to start doing something again. Because, I mean, believe it or not, even though it's a once a week thing, it's a pretty large part of our life for a couple of years. Not for about six weeks or two months or maybe even maybe three months. Yeah, I think it's been three months off. And maybe it's the little break we needed. Because it kind of felt like we were running out of steam. Some of the episodes we were kind of just like, ah, well... You know, maybe so maybe it was a quick uh, reset that we did. Hopefully, uh, you know, we knocked the dust off. The quality's good. Not that it was always great when we were doing it consistently. There were some episodes where we're like, hey, sorry, the quality sucks. But hey, we're here and we're doing it. So, um, yeah, we're going to try. We're going to we're going to treat this episode as if we hadn't seen each other for three months. We haven't talked. So, Kyle, what's been up the past three months? Oh, man. Yeah. So. It's been about three months since I got back, I think, uh-huh. um, from Indonesia. And uh, Boring. Yeah, yeah, well, not this time. Yeah, the old jokes. I had a pretty big tragedy. Uh, I was involved in a tragedy when I was there, and I left to kind of lick my wounds and, and reset. And uh, I, I was involved in a fatal accident. Yeah, yeah. Um... Something that I wouldn't expect anyone to handle with grace, but I think you handled it as best as you possibly could have. Um, you did everything you could do to try to make things better, but um, given kind of like the the circumstances over there, you can't really trust um, the powers that be to uh, make a just decision on anything. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um I appreciate you saying that. And that's what other people have said too, that, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it fucking sucked and it was very confusing and I have nothing but bad feelings about it really over like all around. Um, in the end, everyone in my life told me it's just an accident. It, it happens. Uh, even even police that were there, mm-hmm. even, even people in the family. So the idea that people are telling me is that I shouldn't feel any shame or guilt, but it's there. It's impossible to not feel it, but mm-hmm. you have to try to keep reminding yourself that that could literally happen to any person at any time. It's a split second thing where two people made mistakes or something happened and the way the wind blew that way affected the situation and you know it was raining it, it's one of those things where all the elements had to come together to kind of fuck you yeah and and that's what i'm trying to accept and I, you know it comes and goes you know sometimes i do fully accept it and sometimes i can't but um been three months now three months and that's a little bit of time um and, and you kind of touched upon it before it did happen in a place where i'm a foreigner and it was very scary um on top of what happened there are other things to be afraid of and i did do my best to do the right things um and yeah i don't think i should go into any specific details about that no we can leave it at that we can even move on from this whole topic but now you know the reason why kyle is back 
Um, and it's just an important thing to note that that was a huge occurrence in my life. Uh, really, really huge. Yeah. And, uh... and I, th- I think, um, honestly, it was probably the right move to stop recording the podcast, even though that wasn't like a reason why we did. But when your life is so kind of caught up with something like that and, you know, we spend a lot of time spilling beans on the podcast, mm. um, it's impossible to really navigate those waters. Mm especially when you have everything was just up in the air for so long. You don't know what's going on. And that was selfish of me even to say, like, it, it was a huge thing in my life, but it was a huge thing in, in many people's lives. Um, just really tough all around. Yeah, it's, uh, but I will say, I think you handled it as best as you possibly could have. And uh, you, you pick up the pieces for yourself and not let it make you lose sleep every night, you know? It's um, but th- that's easier said than done. Obviously, yeah. uh, have you been dis- discussing this and open about it with your therapist? Because I know you're still going, right? Yeah, that's uh, well, yeah, um, yeah, we spent a little bit of time discussing it, and I don't know, I don't really. She she's nice and she's she listens and she's good, but she's kind of just saying stuff. I already like. I kind of ex- I know what she's gonna say before she says it. Yeah, yeah, you know, like. I got to get through it and mm. take time. Yeah, whatever. But uh, I guess talking about it is good. So I did talk to her about it and other people, but I think it's just going to take time. Yeah. Yeah. It will take time. Um, and I think it's foolish to think like w- with anything really tragic that it's ever going to go away completely. Mm. It's something you're going to have to manage and kind of reassure yourself constantly. This is an interesting topic, actually. I wonder if you feel the same way or other people do. I think big rough events in life for me anyway, the way they work is um, in your mind after like the, the idea of getting over it, like let's say a breakup or a loss or anything. It, it The reason it doesn't go away completely is because it still pops up in your head. It just becomes so when it first happens, it is everything that's happened to you in the last hour or day or week. So it's a big percentage of what you're thinking about. And it's going to be there all the time or almost all the time. But then as life goes on, other things happen to you and you start thinking about other things, but it's still there. And I think with time, it's just a less and less percent of your experience. And it's almost like, you know, you kind of accept it, but also just kind of fades. Yeah. I remember um probably like the first week it happened you were talking to me and you said well it's uh i'm thinking about it kind of less and less as time goes by like now it's not every 10 minutes now it's every half hour where it pops in my head so just slowly getting to every five hours or every six it was just something that you were you know oh my god dude when it first happened the next uh yeah it was just i can't even describe it yeah yeah it's like did you get like feelings of overwhelming anxiety like sometimes when i get feelings of overwhelming anxiety i feel like i can't sit still and i need to run somewhere i need to get out of wherever i am and there's no answer for where you need to go but you feel like i feel like i need to get up and move i need to go do something like it happened to me at work a couple months ago i don't even know why but i just like got up and felt like I could not be sitting in my seat right now. Mm. And I just started walking and pacing around the parking lot at my work. Uh, yeah. Um, 
that and then other things. It was very complex stuff, but it was just this really dark feeling and had many facets to it. And uh yeah, that's that still pops up, but but yeah, less and less. Yeah. So moving on from that, picking up the pieces, and do you think going back to Indonesia is going to make you kind of feel whole again, or do you think that's going to drum up a lot of what happened before you left? Because it could go either way. Could go either way. Yeah, yeah, could go either way. Yeah. Um, Tika says that I need to do that to truly heal, and actually, I think that makes a lot of sense. However, drumming it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You might have to start this whole process yeah. of you know filling your head with more experiences to yeah push that back down again especially if god forbid it's not truly over um and i think there's a non-zero chance of that whether it be there's a few different things that you know people have told me there's a zero percent chance of happening everything is everyone is at peace people have told me that people that would know um not foreigners people that understand these things. However, there's always going to be the fear that it's not okay. Um, so that would uh, be very rough. And then even if that doesn't happen, the just trauma of being in a place where it happened, I don't know. Yeah, it could go either way. To, yeah. to answer your question in a roundabout way, it could go either way. Have you thought of relocating to somewhere else? I've heavily considered not even going back for a decade or so. Yeah. And... uh yeah, I mean, I love that place. It's your home. I got a lot of good friends there. My girlfriend is there. You know, she's the main reason I would even consider going back. Um, so, yeah, and uh, relocating seems like a good idea, too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that could be something down the line. You get there, you assess the situation. It's hard for you to deal with. Maybe you have to relocate, but you won't know until you get there. And at least you'll cross out that unknown of maybe everything would be fine when I go back. Maybe I can deal with it. Mm. Um, so at least you can go and get that closure. Or, well, yeah, it's closure either way. Yeah. Because you're either going to be good or you're not going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm talking mentally, yeah. like dealing with it while you're there. Right. So. Yeah. So is this the first time you've actually announced what's uh, going on for you? I'm not uh, on the sure. podcast. Yeah. It is? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Almost positive. Yeah. I think I think you might have talked about it in one we didn't release. I think we didn't release one, maybe. Um, we did a Zoom. Maybe. And yeah, I think I talked about stuff too specifically, and I didn't want to release it. Yeah. I think that was it. Yeah, so um, got a daughter on the way. Congratulations. Very, very exciting. You pumped and dumped, and it, it worked. Yeah, I mean, when as you guys know, 97 episodes, me talking about pumping and dumping and coming up short, finally did it. And I do want to say, this is something you've always said me said to me, you need to advocate for yourself with your therapists, your doctors, whoever it is. They were ready to put us on IVF, which racks, would have been too much money. Um, and um, Michelle did some research and she said, hey, I want to try out progesterone. First month we try progesterone, boom. And not only that, I did suggest this and I know you went through with it. I think this was the, the difference maker. I, I suggested penis lengthening surgery. So you could get deeper in there. You had that penis lengthening surgery and, and maybe it was the progesterone or maybe it was just a longer dick. So you could get farther inside there. It could have been either one. Mm -hmm. um, but I'll 
was just going to say progesterone because that wasn't going to be public knowledge, but mm. it happened. And um, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, both both accounts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer, that's not true. It didn't happen. But um, yeah, the nursery's up, ready to go. Yeah, since we stopped recording, you know, we got a nursery ready to go. We've had a gender reveal party, uh, you know, baby showers in the works. Um, Patreon.com if you want to see the registry. Uh, that's not true um but yeah it's very very exciting um and believe it or not most people are surprised when i say this i wanted to have a girl i feel like most guys are like oh man if it's a boy if it's a girl i gotta get a gun oh yeah i got no way no no i wanted a girl i remember you saying that yeah having a daddy's girl you kidding me it's gonna be awesome maybe Definitely. <laughs> no, it's gonna be like so me and Michelle were talking about this the other day. Um, when girls are younger, it's like way easier than having like an overactive boy. But then the teenage years is when my hell starts. Yeah, I can see that. Mm, that's when I that's when she's gonna hate me and Well, dude, I, I don't know anything about this shit, but I have talked to parents and uh I think your hell is gonna start right away. Yeah, I'm not going to be sleeping a lot, yeah. but I do all right with no sleep, believe it or not. We'll just see how I do with no yes. sleep and a baby screaming. Yeah. I think I'll be good. I hope you'll be good. I don't mean to put any ideas in your head, but I have talked to a parent very recently and it sounds rough. Jomblowski? Jomblowski. Actually, I met his kids for the first time recently and I kind of I felt bad that I hadn't done it earlier. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that's on you. Because his kids are pretty old now. They're 15 and 16. I was FaceTiming with him and his kids a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Talked for like an hour and a half. You and the kids? Me and Steve. Oh, yeah. John Blowski. <laughs> John Blowski. Yeah. yeah. The um, kids are cute, though. Yeah. Um, They're very cute, and, and they liked me. Made me feel good. Yeah, you're a likable guy, I feel. Ollie loves you. Yeah. Ollie, there are some people that come here, and they're like, I'm per- terrified of your dog. He actually, yep, he heard me say his name. He's outside the door. Wow. He loves Kyle. Smart. Uh, Kyle will go away for a year and then he'll come back and then it's like he never left. Ollie gets so excited, shaking his ass. You're a likable guy. Dogs I'm, and kids alike. I'm impressed with memories, mm. like dogs especially. Yeah, like it's, it's very impressive to me. Yeah, because people he doesn't know and people he's only seen a couple of times, mm. he checks them the whole time they're here. He's like, I'm "Not sure about you. Don't go near my food." Mm. Uh, gets a little barky, but um, with you, you come in, you put him in a headlock the second you got in today you hadn't seen him in months and he was still so pumped following you around loves when kyle's around it's nice it's nice so have you and have you and michelle discussed like division of labor and kind of how it's going to go any any sort of strategic no i think it's it's both going to be like a co-thing you know we're going to really oh you need rest i need rest whatever i don't mind pulling a little extra weight she's been carrying a child she's going to be carrying a child for nine months and then she's going to have to birth the child i know i'm going to have to step up to the plate Mm. so are you saying division of labor as far as like feeding and stuff or like diaper changing or like stuff around the house while also having a baby i think that all comes into play Mm. again i don't know about any of this stuff but um i'm just imagining how difficult it might be well not to brag but we have house cleaners now oh Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah, so they come once a month. They do the whole nice, nice. Huh. Yeah. I guess they haven't been in a little while. Uh, shut up. This room <laughs> has been, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, oh. um, 
we got a fucking baby on the way, so stuff is coming in, stuff is being moved. But no, they haven't been in about a month. But they would come in here and they'd go, no. And then they would... What was that? They're Spanish. <laughs> Should we cut that? No. I'm just... That's what they that they are. They speak Spanish. Yeah, that's a good impersonation. Um, Bleep it. <laughs> um, do you have any help? Well, we know my parents aren't helping. Right. No, it's going to be daycare five days a week. Really? 225 a week, baby. Maybe we won't have cleaners for too long. Hey, that, that's nice, though. Mm. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but I know Michelle's parents will help when they can. 25 a week. Mm. How many hours a day? Um, Good question. I'm assuming eight. That's how many I have to work. That's not bad. No. All things, when you first hear it, you're like, oh, what? But no, I it, think it'll be all right. It sounds kind of worth it, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, at Michelle's old job, it was going to be a thing where we got free uh, child care. Mm. But she got a new job. Better for her. Definitely the move. But now that's not a place where we can go for free child care. We can bleep this out. I... <laughs> and, you know, I just, I just came over. Yeah. You know, and I'm, you know, I... I I look around, you know, I see your snacks on the table. I saw some tampons. For me, that didn't make any sense. Not tampons, panty liners. Got it. All right. That yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. When you live with a guy like me, moisture is a plenty. Okay. So let's bleep that out. Bleep yeah. that out. <laughs> All of it? Huh? All of it? All of what? Oh, you're joking when you say bleep it out. Oh yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. No, maybe we're a little fast and loose because it's been a little while. Yeah. Maybe we'll get another letter saying, hey, that was insensitive. Who knows? We can only hope. Yeah. 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 That means it's working. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, baby on the way. We already had to start paying for daycare. Well, just to reserve your spot. Mm -hmm. So already hit me in the wallet. Wait, you're paying before you even use it? Oh, no. It's like a here's a here's the deposit for the first week. We got our spot. Okay. Yeah. It's not like a we prepay for it. That would have been fucked up. Oh, yeah. No, none of that. Would have been such a scam. Okay, I want you to tell me the truth about something. Okay, lean in a little bit. It might sound like you're a little far away. I want you to tell me the truth about something. Yep. I did not go to the gender reveal party. No, you didn't. For me, it felt like there was some resentment there. I was. Before, I... before you answer, I'll say... Okay, I'm going to answer it in a little bit of a roundabout way. We were talking about Little Dicky earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, sorry. The, the show. Very good show, right? Phenomenal. So... I did not go to the gender reveal party before I watched Dave. And when I decided not go not to go to the gender reveal party, honestly, I just didn't really want to. I, that's what I figured. Yeah, I just didn't want to. I, I had other things to do, but I, it wasn't that important. I just didn't want to. Now, I thought that was kind of okay. I watched Dave, and uh, the whole second season was about him being really selfish. And... Uh, there was some things. Oh, the third season too, actually. What, yeah. What was the scene where he went to Charlemagne's the Breakfast Club, uh, and he really wanted to do the prison rap? You remember that one? Yeah. So fucking funny. You remember that? I don't remember it that great, but I did start rewatching it last night. Okay. Yeah, that one's so funny. Well, anyway, everyone in his life is saying, "Don't do the prison rap on Charlemagne's show. It's bad for all of us." And he's like, "No, I'm not going to sacrifice my artistic integrity. Whatever, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do." There are sometimes where, like, I'm watching and it's like painful. Like, oh, stop saying that. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 
But anyway, that that episode and, and a few others made me realize, well, sometimes you really don't want to do stuff, but I guess you do them anyway. And I do kind of regret not going. Kind of. No, I just didn't want to go. <laughs> no, I get it, but you got to know. Yeah. It's a very big moment in my life. Mm-hmm. I consider you one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. I wanted you to be there. So you did resent it. I was upset. I was a little oh. upset. All right. But I was like, you know what? Kyle doesn't like going to events. I'm not going to force him to do something he wants to do. You if... did say you didn't re- uh, resent it. Well, no, it wasn't like a resentful thing. It was kind of like a, really? Whatever. I mean, we still hung out, what, the next week? But you did say it was totally fine. I think you could tell through my text messages to you around that time that I was kind of like, cool. I think you said, hey, bud, sorry, not going to make it today. And I thumbs up that. What do you yeah. think that means? It's passive aggressive. Exactly. It's passive aggressive. Pick up on the passive aggressiveness. I know you do. Huh? Is that him? Well. Because I want, if you had a huge moment in your life and you said, hey, I'd really like you to be there, I'd be like, wow, he wants me to be there? When. No, no, I get all that. And like, I, I, I do apologize for not going. I, I, I should have gone. Um, so I appreciate your apology. But we do need to get past the kind of regret not going, and you need to fully regret not going. But Here we wouldn't go. it have been better if we had discussed this months ago rather than, you know, passive aggressive and then kind of avoid it? Uh, completely agree. But it was one of those things where I was upset in the moment and then I just let it go. Hmm. I held no grudge. Well, no, I, I swear to God, on all his life, I held no grudge. Pete probably tried to drum up a grudge because he likes he watches Survivor. He <laughs> he loves he loves like drama shows where people are stabbing each other what in the back. Connection. Yeah. Survivor Creed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he was a big fan of the OC back in the day. Oh, lots of drama. Yeah. Lots of drama. Lots of people stabbing each other in the back. Mm. He likes to drum that up sometimes in his personal life. Mm. When I showed up to pickleball the first time, he's like, ooh, the like makes it like we're the biggest rivals ever. The second I walked in the door, I was like, well, I got nothing. So, so you didn't resent it, but it upset you. In the moment, yeah. Okay. I just thought it would have been nice for you to be there. All right, I'll pull back on the kind. I'll say I did regret it. Okay. That shows growth as a person. And all it did was take uh, Dave to help you figure it out. Yeah. But, but again, I, w- I would say that, um, and, and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to place any blame on you, but. No, go ahead. No, because I wasn't completely right in the situation. Like I said, we should we could have had this conversation. I should have said, hey, Kyle, you're one of my best friends. I really would appreciate if you'd show up for me. I should have said that right then and there rather yeah. than a thumbs up. Yeah. Or, or even, you know, a week later, you just say, hey, I'm, you know, why didn't you show up? I'm kind of miffed about it. Mm. You know, because I think actually I've been talking about this kind of thing recently. Um, there's some older people in my life that have lost contact with people that were very important to them. And it's kind of these feuds where they haven't spoken to each other in 20, 25, 15 years. And when you ask them what happened, it's usually pretty small stuff. Yeah. And it it might even be smaller than not going to a gender reveal party. Mm. So it's like, you know, what if we didn't have pickleball? You know, it, it, it would be easy to just drift away. Yeah. Especially with you only here for a short amount of time and us not doing the pod. It's like, it's one of those friendships that a small myth could 
kind of put space in between yeah easily i think and it's it's a it's a weird differentiation because i think i've talked about in the podcast a lot like when relationships drift away it's very sad but there's a difference between drifting away due to a lack of maintenance or just growth in different directions and then uh, drifting away due to a due to an incident mm. right that was like kind of a misunderstanding or if it wasn't a misunderstanding it just was like the intentions weren't really bad yeah you know what i mean like my intention wasn't bad it, it wasn't no. like fuck chris it was just like i don't want to go to a gender reveal party yeah <laughs> no i get it so i think that's what happens a lot and then like i, I don't know if i want to say it's pride or ego or just like um what it was because i think it's on both of our parts because you kind of gave me the 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 passive aggressiveness but it was also an out for me to be like well he says it's fine so i'm gonna pretend it's fine mm. you know what i mean yeah and then it also could yeah whatever there's a lot of situations where it's just silence and it's like oh did he ghost me well i ghosted him too yeah and yeah yeah but hey we're past it pickleball fixed us yeah we're past it yeah and pickleball it was it, it wasn't one of those things like i said where i was gonna hold on to it but i was kind of like i mean you are very familiar with like certain situationships mm. and where someone kind of wrongs me mm. and then well there's that example that you probably won't remember but where someone kind of wronged me and i said oh well i'm not gonna say anything about it. i'm just gonna keep them at an arm's length that's happened a couple times mm. yeah yeah because uh Sometimes I get wrapped up in my own bullshit and I'm like, well, you're not there for me. I'm not going to be there for you. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like a, well, I see where your values lie. I'm not important enough. See, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like, I know you, in some situations like this, you end up saying, well, they weren't that important to me anyway. But I don't know. Let me cut you off for one second. Mm. Here's the difference between those things that happen and what happened with us. Mm. I was still hanging out with you once a week and we were still, you know, chatting. From pickleball? Yeah. Hmm. And also, yeah. <laughs> what? We did mention Pete in a negative way, but I think he deserves some credit for being the ambassador of pickleball. No. Without pickleball. No, I know. Um, yeah. I mean, me and Pete are both kind of on the same page with like, um, Let's do these activities together because as you get older, it's easy to be like, well, what are we going to do? Just go hang out at your house and play mm -hmm. video games together, mm -hmm. which me and Pete have done kind of recently where he, bring, <laughs> he brings Xbox over mm -hmm. and we just hang out in the same room and play FIFA. But he doesn't play FIFA anymore. Uh, he'll be back next year. But um, we very much like to do things to get people together that we wouldn't normally hang out with all mm -hmm. the time. Like we have the disc golf league. Now we have pickleball. And even though I'm not like into disc golf like I was before, we still go because it's like I love hanging with these guys. Yeah. Where there's some people that are like, "Oh, I don't like disc. I'm not going anymore." Like, all right, well. Well, yeah, I've been invited, but I would never go. It's just so boring. It's fun. Yeah. You're just bad at it. Boring. Why? It's not boring. It sounds boring. Yeah. Here's you not giving something a chance. Pickleball is awesome. Yeah. There's some athleticism. There's, a, there, there's some skill. There's so much skill involved in disc golf. Nah. I would love to see. I got a disc out basket outside. Let's see you try I'm to putt. Let's be, see you try to putt. Am I saying I'd be good at it? We're no. fighting again. Uh, see, at least it, it's out in the open. <laughs> yeah, at least we're talking through it. Yeah. Growth. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Growth is a putt. Yeah, this is the welcome back episode in the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah, but lots going on. Um, we are pro pickleball players now. Um, 
everyone there thinks I'm the worst one. I will put that out there, and it bothers me. Why does it bother you? Because everyone thinks the shit doesn't stink. And I know the conversations are had. Yeah, well, Bullock. He's not good. I hate Bullock. I have a different perspective. You've played less hours than everybody else. Shouldn't not be that worst. Are you? Is this you calling back to me the first time we played and I lost? And I said, "Well, Kyle's played a lot and he's a hardo." <laughs> well, I should give you a little bit more back for that. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, no, no, no. This is a different perspective because like jujitsu is a great example. Mm-hmm. If you're showing up every week, and I'm not, it would be pretty annoying if I was better than you. Yeah. It's 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 only fair that you're lacking a little bit because you've had less hours. Yeah, but I am catching up. I agree. I'm catching you, you, up. You won some games today. Yep, I'm yeah. catching up. And uh, yeah, it's a pickleball podcast now, actually. So this is a good segue into our new... Mm. That's not true. <laughs> it's, it's called The Third Drop Shot. That's what the, the, the podcast is called now. And between us, we've probably had a total of three successful ones in the 15 hours we've played. I still don't even really understand what it is. Don't even explain. I don't care. It's just, uh, yeah. Off air. Okay. Off air. Yeah. I've been doing my uh, video watching. I heard. I heard. That's kind of a hard-o move. It is. It is. Um, But you were being a real hard-o before I, I first showed up. You're, like, You're not going to score any points. And then the fucking sideways emoji laughing. Blood was boiling. See, this is more stuff. It's like, okay, and this is true. All oh, no, I wasn't actually mad. No, 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 no. But I was, I wasn't. Okay, let's, I, I'll accept that you're not mad, right? It was just friendly ribbing. Sure. But if, sure. If most, How rude was that? Okay, so if your relationship is occurring in person, you're going to have a better feel. Okay, it's, uh, I was having this conversation with John Blowski. It's all about intentions. Mm. When you can feel that somebody has good intentions, then little comments are not going to get taken negatively. But Virtually, it, there's no way to tell you know, intention. And especially if you've kind of drifted apart for whatever reason, you're unclear of the other person's intentions. Mm. So we were kind of going back and forth in the chat. And also there's some people egging us on. Sure. And then Survivor you know, Pete. Maybe, maybe you take a shot. Maybe I take a shot or whatever. And it just gets bigger. Mm. And uh yeah, that that happens in our friend group more than most. And because uh, we got the ringleader. We got that, we got the ringleader. A, I'd say there's a few bad actors. Um <laughs> and it, it's also just built into the culture. Uh you know, it'd be it'd be healthier if it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, a lot of the times we're all talking together, it's just us taking shots, even with FIFA. Yeah, yeah it is a lot of shot and taking. I, and you've gotten mad at Pete with some of the shots he takes during FIFA. It's just it's natural. Because like you were saying, I'm like the the disappointed son or the disappointing son where mm-hmm. I just get a lot of shit. And Pete rides you. And he rides me hard. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should have him on so you guys can clear the air as well. I think well, I'm afraid. And, and, uh, he's, Why? He's abusive. He's a uh, gaslight extraordinaire. Yeah, and it's just hard. We're back to our roots, bringing up Pete a lot in the podcast. Yeah, Remember when we were just like seeing how many times we could bring up his name? Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Hmm. Well, how long have we been going for? <laughs> I know we said we want to keep it like kind of brief. I'm going to guess 25 minutes. All right, we can keep going. Yeah. So you're leaving the 12th. <laughs> Yeah. So um oh I did I did mushrooms. When? Yeah, a couple days ago. 
Jamblonski. Yeah. All right. How was it? Uh, pretty, pretty mind blowing. Yeah. Was it your first time? No. No. no I've done it. Uh, you know, maybe ten times, maybe less, maybe more. Still never done it. Uh, I would recommend it. We got a kid on the way. You can still do it. Um, but go on. What did you realize? Any realizations, any uh, anxieties let go, anything you came to closure with? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did about three grams. Now, for those of us who aren't well-versed in the dosage, mm. is that a typical dose? Is that a lot? Is that a little? It's a pretty sizable amount. Mm. Uh, for example, you might have heard of microdosing. Yeah. Some people do that and they just go about their day. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's probably 0.5 grams or less. Yep. And that'll, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've even done that myself. So it's, it just doesn't have much effects, but maybe it heightens you a little bit. Um, I did two grams fairly recently and that was like, okay, things are a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Now, I think maybe it depends on the person or whatever, but three grams threw me. Through me. Yes. Would uh, someone call that a macro dose? Perhaps. So I've heard a neuroscientist talk about this before. Mm. And he said, if you really want to like have the therapeutic effects mm. of mushrooms, you need to macro dose mm. in order to reset yourself. Okay. That's just what I heard. No, I feel like that's what happened. And I feel like, uh, yeah, again, it's different for everybody. But um, for me, what I'm, what I'm looking for with the macro dose is I'm looking to basically forget who I am for a little bit. And that happened. I'm not, I, I don't think it would be worthwhile to go into too much detail, mm -hmm. but I was in my bed and uh, I thought I was everything. <laughs> and not in like an egotistical way, the opposite. I yeah, it's kind I, of ego death. Yeah, that's, that's what it, yeah. I, I think I had a mild form of that where it lasted, I don't know how long, but uh, yeah. It was like I lost myself and then I came back to myself. And when I came back to myself, because I haven't really liked being myself for a long time. Mm -hmm. But when I lost myself, I kind of remembered who I was and I, I kind of lost it. And I kind of remembered who I was. And I was like, I'm looking forward to going back to being myself. Yeah. And when I did come back to being myself, I actually looked in the mirror and I was kind of comfortable with what I saw. And I haven't been for a long time. You kind of disconnected from yourself and that made you appreciate who you are as a person. Something like that. Wow. Yeah. And um the the time right after I did them and this has happened to me before and I've heard about this happening to other people. You feel basically enlightened. Uh and that's how I felt for a couple hours before I went to sleep. I woke up and I still felt great, but I had lost something. I felt like I really understood something um about everything. And uh that has definitely faded. I still feel more grounded, but uh but but yeah, my, my own bullshit is coming back in. Okay. So you think this is something you should do on a regular basis if you want to keep yourself away from the bullshit? A lot of people high, highly recommend it. Mm. And uh, it makes sense to me too. Maybe a few sessions spread out would help minimize the amount of bullshit that comes back. I've heard people say once a month would be good, but I, I guess it just depends on the person. I know somebody that does it a few times a week. <laughs> um. And he seems to be having a great time. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, maybe it's just as much as you can handle it because it is kind of an intimidating experience. I wouldn't want to put anyone off it by saying that, 
but personally i'm i'm a little fearful every time i do it because you don't really know what's going to happen yeah i mean you give the the keys to the car to someone something else That's and you're not sure exactly at. where they're going to take you or how fast they're going to go or if the terrain's going to be a little rocky that's a good way of putting it. And you can also, um, you can try to optimize your chances of uh, that being a smooth ride mm -hmm. by picking a good track, by giving the keys to a, a good person if you have one available, um, in, in a manner of speaking. You know, mm -hmm. that's not exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, but yeah there's, there's ways um, of kind of ensuring a, a better trip, if you will. When you're taking a trip, you want to plan the best route that's going to be the go. less yeah. i mean there's not going to be much traffic mm -hmm. if we go at this time mm -hmm. and we go on this road mm -hmm. i think we'll get there easily without any annoyances you want to make sure there's no potholes mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and if there is going to be potholes make sure you, you know you got the right gear to get you over them yeah so um yeah that's that's a long and short of it but uh, bring a spare tire <laughs> yeah. bring water yeah but yeah, that happened a couple days ago, and that uh, that was also pretty important. I feel a lot better after that. And you're saying you feel the bullshit coming back already after a couple days? Yeah. Maybe it's because you had a lot of bullshit before. Yeah. Like, yeah. we kind of outlined your circumstances before. That could obviously affect the rate of return? Yeah, that's a funny way of putting it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it, yeah, I guess it's where you are. Um, I do feel like I see things more clearly, and I'm not as caught up in stuff. But I'm still like, uh, I mean, I'm in the middle of a fight right now, and I'm trying to figure out like how much of that is my own bullshit and how much. Because okay, so when I was less, it, sometimes you mature by becoming more immature. I think maybe. Explain. I, I think I had a lot of anger that I would never express when I was younger, and I think I'm expressing it more. And I think that might be a good thing. However, I think anger might not even exist if you're truly enlightened or something like that. Mm. I, don't I don't know. All I can say is that I'm not exactly proud of my role in the conflict I'm having right now. I don't think it's going to end up being a big thing. Um, I hope it's not. But anyway, I think that is some of my old bullshit creeping back in. Mm. Um, I don't think I would have had a fight like this an hour after the trip wore off. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe doing mushrooms more. Yeah, whatever. We all know the good things for us, like meditation, blah, blah, blah. Now is this, mushrooms is a good one. is this fight internal or external with another external? Okay. We can leave it at that. We don't got to go into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always been interested in mushrooms and lots of studies say that it's good for, you know, PTSD, anxiety, depression, all that jazz. But I just, uh, like you said, it's an intimidating experience and I just don't know if I'm ready to face it. Well, there's also, uh, you could just ramp it up. Um, Slowly. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you're going to, the the negatives of a, you know, 0.5 gram or one gram or something like that are going to be negligible. Yeah. Even if you're a little bit freaked out, it's not going to be a big deal. You're not going to lose sense of reality mm. or anything like that. Because you then, still have like your faculties about you. Yeah. Um, It's not like an alcohol where it's like, man, I can't even walk straight right now. It's kind of just like, I mean, I've seen people do it before. I've always kind of just sat on the sidelines, mm. but they just kind of really enjoyed it. They seemed like they could pass for not being on anything. Oh, yeah. Um, Maybe a little later on, definitely couldn't pass for yeah. it. But, you know, at least at first. That's true, yeah. So this one, um, I ended up losing my mind, right? 
But at the beginning, I took a walk. This is probably an hour, hour and a half after I took him. I took a walk, and I saw this guy taking his trash out. I said hi. Like I was definitely passable for normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, a little bit later. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just an uncomfortable volume. Hi. He's like, dude, what's wrong with you right now? But yeah, I, I highly recommend it, dude. Mm, maybe. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen before the baby gets here. Because I can't be doing that stuff when I have a baby to take care of. Someone that's got kids and they do it several times a week. Newborn. Different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah um been cutting down on a lot of stuff cutting down on the booze cutting down on the weed just naturally mm. ready to be a dad i hate booze now man yeah i mean i enjoy it but you know it's not something you should be doing regularly like uh one of the things i really enjoy when drinking is the fifa drinking game mm. and like i know i'm leaving soon so part of me wants to suggest it i don't even want to get that drunk it's like, I mean, it's fun, but it's just not worth it. We talked about this a million times, too. Like, I don't have to. It's so fun in the moment, but yeah. the second FIFA gets turned off and you, you go to stand up, you're like, too much. Yeah. Too much. Shouldn't have done that. And then the next two or three days now, just have the anxiety yeah. that I get. Heartburn. Yeah. I actually had the conversation with my therapist. I was like, the last time I went in there, everything, I was just like, everything's on the up. So she was like, do you want to have an early session? Because we just ran out of stuff. Mm. I was like, no, everything's good. Mm. So, and I told her, I think a big part of it is cutting down on the alcohol, where it's like the residual anxiety the next day. Yeah. So it's made a huge difference. And Chrissy Keto's back. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the fast track to losing weight, ready to get in shape, Mm -hmm. lose the dad bod, become Mm -hmm. a dad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you want to say anything about my appearance or if I'm looking skinny or anything like that? I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. Over the course of this podcast, how many times have I started a diet and failed? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> but me too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, listen, I'm coming up on three weeks. I never do keto with the intent to keep it going for years on end. Okay. I do it to jumpstart me. Hey, three weeks is pretty good. Yeah, th- three weeks is going to be Thursday, I believe. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. And I've wanted to break multiple times. I've gone out to dinners with friends and they're all getting like pulled pork mac and cheese they're getting this they're getting really? that that's what i got in new hampshire are you referencing that no 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 there was a d- different time and then right. you brought up uh laura's smithfield oh, yeah. very good great. and i um oh i got a burger mm. bacon fried egg over the top toss a little chipotle mayo on it i'm good no bun no bun oh man side salad that's tough mm. yeah no so um it's been difficult but the wife does a great job keeping me loaded up with snacks. I mean, I saw you got to enjoy them. Yeah, very, very good. Um, but are those things expensive? Couldn't tell you. I think I'll probably get a few of those. There's these little bags that I don't know. You can describe better than I can. Oh, it's just Parmesan cheese crisps. So it's Parmesan cheese baked. They throw a little seasoning on there, but you can get them at Target, and they are top notch. But I eat a full bag in a sitting. Well, the macros are excellent. Yeah. Uh, everybody by now should know that carbs are actually the evil. Protein and fat is pretty good as mm-hmm. long as you're not eating too much of it. And, and it's all protein and fat. Yeah. Uh, I think the sodium's probably really high, but that's not that big of a deal. I need the sodium to retain all the water I'm yeah. drinking. Yeah, that's probably fine. Because without the carbs, I'm... And hey, you said like uh, you eat a whole bag. I don't think that's a big deal at all because a whole bag is like 200 and... 330 calories. All right. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Drop in the bucket. And I honestly... With keto, my appetite is so low. Really? Yeah, that's the only thing I've eaten so far today. Mm. Just a handful of those. And then, uh, you know, I'll have shaved steak tonight with a little extra cheese on it. 
sounds pretty good. Oh yeah, I'm eating like a full container of shaved steak mm. in one sitting, but I need it. My mom's making some bread salad. Do you know what that is? Is that that's got to be made up because I'm on keto bread salad. <laughs> That's got to be made up. Is that your way of being like, hey, it's going to be sourdough. It's going to be this. It's going to be covered in cheese. And um, So, yeah, I don't know if she made it up, but it's like a, she makes a chicken stuffed with stuffing, the bread, I guess. Oh, I love stuffing. Me too. too. Good stuffing. Yeah, yeah, so then she oh. takes the stuffing out of the chicken and puts it on some fucking greens, you know, and it's tremendous. Oh, It's actually tremendous. So you got the chicken there uh, and then you get the bread salad. And that, that's not that bad, you know, I mean... Yeah, stuffing's got some whatever, but it's, right. not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, but a couple more weeks. I'm very close to being under 200 pounds really? for the first time in a while. <laughs> Hold on. Well, I know you started at like what? Really? What was that? <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's a proud. Um, you know, it's not a proud. It's a surprise. I'm like 210 now. Well, what were you before? That's not that close. That's fucking close. I was pushing 230. That's why I'm surprised. I, I, no, I, I thought you would have been 180. That's why I was surprised. Shut up. Go ahead and try to say I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to thumbs up a text you sent me later. Uh-huh. Um, But yes, believe it or not, even though Kyle doesn't, I'm finally getting back to where I want to be. Oh, man. That was that was that was not nice. You're gonna be remembering that for a long time. No, I'm just now I can't cook keto because mm-hmm. you looked at me and you said no. <laughs> so now I didn't say no. No, the diet is extended. Good for you. Mm. Yeah, thanks for the motivation. No, I'm over it. I'm over it. Um, I'm a little bit worried. Don't be. Mm-hmm. Don't be. Mm-hmm. Hey, we settled it today. All right. We also we talked it out. Very good. Everything's good. It's out in the open. Um, but yeah, we are back. We'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. And we got important stuff going on. It's not like, uh, it's not like before. I mean, it's always good to discuss your week and what's going on, but I think we're both at kind of pivotal points in our lives. Maybe mm-hmm. lots of stuff moving, lots of stuff changing. Yeah. Lots so, of new anxieties, lots of, yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not saying the podcast is going to be good. I would never say that. No. But, um, but yeah, we got more to talk about, maybe. Mm, we do. And I think that's a good note to end it. Mm-hmm. And I know we had our differences, but I still love you, Kyle. Still love you, too. And that never went anywhere. All right. Bye, everybody. This is life being bound to love.